Hey guys, it's Ken. Hey. Again, and I'll be answering yet another question. Oh, I'm so excited. You have the questions and we have the answers. What did you say? At least, well, we, we try our best. The Business On Podcast. Hey there. Hi. I hope you didn't miss me too much because I think I missed you. I did. Thank you for coming back. It means that you, um, this might be your first episode ever listening to and that's fine uh if you're returning for more thank you for also showing up today's gonna be great as always and it's gonna be a lead up from what we talked about in the previous episode on gracious amnesia and you know i'm sure a lot of people might be wondering this forgiveness thing it sounds too good to be true like can i be totally forgiven that god doesn't actually consider my sins as an issue anymore it sounds too big too fast for me to just believe that and for you wrestling with that i say believe it okay what you have in christ is something you have to put out your heart to believe you just have to say that i i receive this this is god telling you i want to forgive you of everything and you you're like no just let's take it one day at a time that's pride if you're doing that it's pride humble yourself and receive what he has done for you once and for all so today we'll be talking about something that is a build up from that which is what to do when you fall you know there's a scripture in first john chapter 2 so first john chapter 2 from verse 1 he says my little children these things write i unto you that you sin not and that means he's writing these things he's about to write so that they do not sin it says but if any man should sin and he puts an if there which you know it's a possibility that you still make mistakes you're not mature yet and you will still make mistakes from time to time especially now that you're not in a glorified body you're still in this flesh which has fleeting feelings and desires and passions of the old man which we have to crucify daily all right so it says that if any man sins now he doesn't say kneel down raise your hands up and begin to confess every sin list them out this is what he says he says if any man sin he's talking about if any believer sins we have an advocate with the father jesus christ righteous Oof. okay well, i just wanted to point out to you that there is a possibility of falling all right and i'm sure you just might have figured that out by yourself already all right so what do you do when you fall i'm just going to say it very quickly i call it the four hour system four hours okay number one is repent number two is remember number three is receive and number four is restart i'm going to take them again number one repent two remember three receive four restart so number one repent the word repent simply means to have a change of heart to change your mind to have a 180 degree turn from where you were before and take another direction and so there was a place in second corinthians chapter 7 i'll read from verse 8 where paul was writing to this people that had offended him and made mistakes and he said for though i made you sorry with a letter meaning he spoke harshly to them in the letter to correct them he says he doesn't repent though i did repent for i perceive that the same epistle has made you sorry though it were for a season so what he's trying to say it's i don't repent in writing that letter to you because it made you sorry for a while it made you actually realize that you messed up you did not do well there was an issue with what you did 
and you had to correct yourself. So verse 9, he says, now I rejoice that not that you were made sorry, not just the fact that you were sad or remorseful. You know, there's a difference between repentance and remorsefulness. When you're remorseful, it just simply means probably you got caught in the act and you are ashamed because of that. But true repentance is that you are sorrowful and then you take a decision. And that's what he's saying. That's not that you were made sorry, but you re- you sorrowed to repentance. But you were made sorry after a godly manner. You know, that's what he says. You were sorry unto a godly manner. Verse 10 now says, For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But the sorrow of this world worketh death. So there is a difference between the godly kind of sorrow and the sorrow of the world. The sorrow of the world is what leads to guilt, condemnation that the devil will bring. You messed up and it keeps you in isolation. He keeps you depressed. He keeps you feeling like God hates you and God is so distant. That is not the godly sorrow kind. The godly sorrow kind gets you in a place where you're like, yo, I messed up because I should be as sin-hating as God is. I should be living a righteous life consistent with my nature in Christ. But I'm messing up that is the place of godly sorrow where you feel like you know what i need to change this has to stop and you take action so there is a place for repentance it's good for you to be disciplined and chastised that was god's message god's method to save your life to correct you and and nevertheless you know the bible says that in second timothy 2 verse 19 uh, it says the lord knows those that are his let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Depart. You you shouldn't be found with iniquity. You have to depart from it. Don't just say, because I'm forgiven, I can relax, okay? That's not God's will for you. Number two, remember. This has to be so important. When I say remember, what I mean is, remember what was done for you. Remember what was done and was made available for you. Look at Romans chapter 8, verse 1. You know this one, I'm too sure you do. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Alright, so it says, There is no condemnation if you are in Christ. Remember this. Don't forget it. That's what he was doing in 1 John chapter 2, where he says, I'm writing these things to you that you will not sin. But if any man should sin, he reminds them that you have an advocate with the Father. An advocate is like someone who makes a a defense for you, who stands in your place. That's Jesus, your lawyer. He's standing. Remember what he says, that Jesus Christ, the righteous, he gave himself as an atoning sacrifice for our sins and not only for us but also for the sins of the whole world he reminds them that this is what jesus has done i'm not saying you should start to find a way to get your sins forgiven i want you to remember that a way was already made to get your sins forgiven i hope i'm not too fast okay but that is what he's reminding them of and more importantly he goes to verse 12 no he doesn't go to verse 12 i'm going to verse 12 and he says i am writing to you little children that your sins have been forgiven because of his name he reminds them don't forget that your sins have been forgiven because of his name it's crazy that he will say that you know 
and it's beautiful that he says that because it shows how much loved we are how much forgiving he reminds us and you should remind yourself because i promise you there'll be times that sorrow after the world that guilt will try to sneak into your heart but you have to defend yourself by remembering and proclaiming what was done for you on the cross number three receive receive and i'm just going to quote this scripture so that you know exactly what i mean by receive what exactly are you receiving are you receiving forgiveness no you you already have received forgiveness when you believed in jesus christ but hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 says this seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our profession for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. What this is trying to say is you don't just have someone who stands for you as a high priest who doesn't understand what you're going through. He understands. He knows your pain. He sees the struggle with sin because he has been there. He has been tempted like we have been. But you see, the good thing is this. Imagine you have a friend of yours who is doing the same thing that you've done but he succeeded at it and you failed you want to know how did he succeed without failure right and you see jesus is that person who passed through life let's say life is that exam and he passed it with success and so he's trying to tell you that as much as he was successful he went through what you went through so there's something that you need from him that you need to know from him or receive from him to actually be successful through that life through that exam as well all right so verse 16 says let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need you need grace to help in time of need that's the point so you receive grace you receive the grace that god has to give you you know paul in second corinthians chapter 12 had a thorn what you call a thorn in his flesh and I can't explain that right now, but simply he was persecuted at every side by the enemy and he was weak. And Jesus spoke to him and replied after he prayed three times, my grace is sufficient unto you and my strength is made manifest in your weakness. But he says, my grace is sufficient, meaning in times of weakness, what you need is grace. You need grace to be sufficient to help you. So Paul also said is that he labored more abundantly in 1 Corinthians 15 from verse 10, that he labored more abundantly than they all. It wasn't because of him, but there was a grace at work in him to do those things, to work hard. So you need grace, receive it. He gives it liberally. God gives grace so liberally. So receive. Number four, restart. All right. Just like a hurdle race, as you're running, you jump over the hurdles. You, well, not you. I don't know if you've done it before. I, I haven't, but you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? You run and you jump some, and perhaps you fall. The race is not over. They don't just blow the whistle. Oh, you fell. Too bad. Go back home. You get back up and keep running, and perhaps you can still win the prize. All right. So that's what I'm talking about. Restart. You have to start over with this newly acquired grace you have because in Christ all things are new. When he says, if any man be in Christ, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, he's a new creation, a new species, he meant it. 
you are new all things are made new the past is gone so regardless of the messed messed up past you've had regardless of the mistakes the shortcomings the failures that you have made everything can start afresh you get back up and you keep running you get back dust yourself off receive grace and keep running and keep running and you don't ever stop because god has forgiven you remember that so the four hours what's the first one repent you should have godly sorrow from for your sin number two you remember all that was made available for you in christ jesus and the forgiveness you have number three receive his grace freely because he gives it just like that freely and for a restart i hope these four hours have helped you to know what to do in times when you make mistakes just as they've helped me thank you for listening to this podcast stay tuned for more even in this line and i hope that they bless you as much as they've blessed me see you next time love you